It's the Afternoon Underdogs on Cards Radio 790 KRD. Now, here's Tony Vanetti and Dave Jennings. What a beautiful day it is today for the Afternoon Underdogs, and we are action-packed today. I want to stop and meet my wife for a happy hour somewhere. What outdoor patio do you suggest? <laughs> no, you might get shot. Oh, I think that's they right. have snipers set up on top of every restaurant. I don't want to get in uh, upset Andy <laughs> Bashir. Okay. All right, it's the Afternoon Dogs delivered by Papa John's mm. Pizza. Matter of fact, they are going to deliver pizzas to us on Friday because they are going to do an example of the no-contact delivery that they do. Uh, that is what they're doing now for while this whole thing is going on. So Friday we're going to have wings, some papadillas, and one of the pizzas. I'm curious to how much of this stuff sticks. I remember when I worked at McDonald's when I was a kid. You touched everything. Yeah. Your bare hands went into yeah, the pickle oh, yeah. jar. And now. Your bare fingers touched everything. And now you watch a cooking show. Yep. And if someone's not wearing a glove, you're like, oh. No. Ooh. No. Yeah. You go into some restaurants. There was the ones that, you know, you make down the line, like yeah, the yeah, sandwiches. Yeah. I don't want to mention them. Uh, but if they didn't have gloves on, people, I saw people walk out. They're yeah. like, dude, you made my sandwich with no gloves. Bye-bye. I touched every piece of food for two years at McDonald's. Yes. Well, you're kind of a clean guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, okay, so we've got Coach Sat from yesterday, and it's compelling, and it's something, right? If you want 30 minutes of football talk, you're going to get it today. You're damn right you are. All right, the big news from earlier today was Jay Scrub, of course, the Jay, uh, Juco from Trinity High School that originally had, it was going to go to Louisville, yep. then really kind of played his way into the number one Juco in the country, and so Louisville thought they were going to have him. He is – Declared for the draft, but... He scrubbed his commit, kind of. Oh. That's a, that's a dollar. Put a dollar in the badge. All right. Put a, all, all, right. Go. all right. All right. Now... I just have nickels. Uh, he declared, but he can... He could come back. I mean, he isn't. He hasn't uh, hired a, a lawyer yet, or, or whatever an they call agent, him, an agent, whatever. whatever. A so, representative. We were hoping to add him, but there are other options in the in the transfer portal that Louisville will have if Jay Scrub does not. Remember, end up going. one of the guys was the Duke sharpshooter. Well, he was a sharpshooter as a freshman. O'Connell's his name. Yeah, Louisville offered him coming out of high school three years ago. Right. He would probably have to sit because he's not a graduate, but there is a chance that the one-time transfer rule is in place for next season. Right. That's a possibility. Right. Um, who else are we talking to today on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon? Oh, we have some of our coronavirus friends from ABC. We'll, yeah. we'll check in with them. We'll have fun with Sasquatch. We have people. We're in the basement at Dwight's house. Squatch is in Squatch Command. So we're yep. kind of pulling in every day. We're yep. doing a lot of information, hopefully have a little fun, and today we'll feature some football. Uh, a trillion dollars is headed, uh, well, at some point headed your way. Two trillion. Money, two trillion. Oh, one, two, two, what's the difference? Uh, a trillion dollars. How about that? Uh, if you have a family of four, 3400 bucks. Since you guys have a family, you have a family of four, right? Because you have actually a family of five. Well, we have dogs. Right. So we have, let's see, those are our children. Right. So I'm going to petition. Yes. For 1500 bucks. Right. Queenie's a tripod, so we'll get about 1250 <laughs> Don't laugh at that, dude. <laughs> Don't laugh at that over there. Dwight's in the basement. He has a kid, too. I'm just so glad he has pants on because in the morning show, he doesn't have his pants on. He'll join us here in a little bit. I appreciate you adding that. For uh, me. But it's it's a lot of money headed once they finally finalize all this thing. They came to a head last night why at 2 a.m. Why is it a pair of pants? I don't know. It's connected. It's one pant. Pair, pair of shoes I get. Shoe, I want, where are my pants? I need a pa- I need right. a pant. I need a pant. I need a pant. No, stop. Uh, 
But last night, I think the governor scared a bunch of people by saying, there's now a non-essential lockdown at Thursday at 8 o'clock. I had, my text message started blowing up going, what's that mean, non-essential? So he looked at the list. It means it's not necessary. It's Tony. the same list as Monday uh, or whatever. Did he add one thing? I don't think so. Like craft stores? I don't, I don't think so. It's like you cannot scrapbook for a couple of weeks. Come hey, on. Hey, do you know if CBD oil places are on the list, Dwight? Okay, that's okay. what I'm saying because that's got to be people that rely on CBD oil. I, you got to get it. I think it was yeah. the mayor of Denver that came out and said, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna close liquor stores and dispensaries." Oh no! And in about five minutes, there was lines around the block at all of them. Check you know, that. Okay, maybe check that. Maybe not, dude. In Denver, you cannot cut people's supply of weed off when you're stuck at the house. Denver's strange. It's like Denver's part Dallas and part Los Angeles. Yeah. It's struggling with who it is now. It's yeah. kind of a, a funny thing, but at least they have pot. Okay, uh, this UVC light, you know, they use this in hospitals, and it kills. They use it in their air ducts to kill bacteria, viruses, and mold, right? right You've heard right. of that? Well, you can get that on your house, and we're going to – I talked to my friends over at KCC Heated and Cooling. Uh, they can install this device on your house, and it's actually very, very simple to do that, and it's not that expensive. So what you do is that someone comes in your house, they crawl through your ductwork, and they get sanitized. <laughs> and then they drop down in your living room, look, and you can talk to them. Look, so there's some people you wish you can do that. Call 491-9880, KCC Heating and Cooling. Uh, again, this UVGI disinfects. It's a dif- disinfection method that uses shortwave length ultraviolet to light to, to inactive uh, microorganisms, all right? So it's the air you breathe. It kills bacteria and viruses and mold. I want to hear the Hollies explain it to me. Right. The what? Never mind. All right. You breathe easier in your home and know the, the germs are gone, especially if you've got little kids. You're sick oh, yeah. all the time. You're, why am I sick all the time? Because you have little germ factories called kids. Get this light installed on your HVAC. Again, KCC Heating and Cooling. They can do it in an hour. It's done. 491-9880. 491-9880. KCC Heating and Cooling. And they can do it at your business, too. Here's another tip. If you're going through the grocery store and you're just trying to get some pasta and some sauces, and you're like, where is this all the time? Who is stockpiling pasta? Get better stuff oh, yeah. from our friends at Lots of Pasta. They yep. have the homemade stuff. Dry. They make it in the store. And the frozen stuff with different flavors. Jars from around the world. Their own sauce. It's incredible stuff. And they also have a lot of frozen meals that are made homemade. These aren't the Swanson chicken dinners of old. This is homemade roasted chicken pot pies and chicken tetrazzini, five different kinds of lasagna. Go to their webpage, lotsofpastaluable.com, and you can call 896-6361. Place an order. They'll bring it to you. You'll work it out. You'll be socially distanced and have deliciousness brought to you from Lots of Pasta. Was it too much to close the tennis courts? In Louisville, you have boy. That's some that's distancing. Unless there's a drop shot and someone else is at the net at the same time, and you're within four and a half feet of each other, that may be the one. Basketball time. games, but, I get. Yeah, everyone's sweating on each other. But tennis courts, I'm kind of not. Um, I don't get it. I'm not on board with that. Everyone is six feet away almost you, at all times. You got to do something now and then. There was a local. I think John Bolt did an investigative report on people hanging out in the park. What's wrong with parks? I don't know, man. I think they closed national parks. I mean, you're hiking. You're hiking. You're never within six feet no, of people. No, I don't. I, look, I, I'm all for getting rid of this thing, but come on. Now, there are some creeps once in a while on the trails, and that's you're like, oh, look at dude. I know you want to rob me, but you're too close. <laughs> 
Don't, Do you ever? Uh, I'll sick the governor on you. You ever walk through Seneca Park or Cherokee Park and, and walk up on somebody doing a do do do? No. Oh yeah, I've done that before. Heavy now. Yeah. Were you walked upon or walk or did you do the walking up too? Uh, both. Yeah. Uh, and then no, I was you, way younger. Knowing you, you didn't get a ticket. Whoever it was joined in. <laughs> I'd gotten locked up. It was a girl that discovered Tony. It's like, come on, come on in. You are so close to the reality. Of it. <laughs> Uh, I've heard the story. Uh, I know. Our uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to Carl Anthony Towns. Yes, he revealed his mother is in medically induced coma. Um, she has coronavirus, and that is so scary. He had a video out that was just so heart wrenching. And Carl Towns is I, I don't care if you're a Louisville fan, man. Is he good dude? Such an awesome dude, and one of the best players in the NBA. And our thoughts and prayers go out to him and his mother. It's just so it's heart so heart wrenching because we all think, oh well, it's a, it's the flu, and then you hear these stories are where it's just these people are are fighting for their lives, and uh, again because it it people react to this this virus differently. Some people cough. Feel bad and yeah. it's over. And some feel bad for four days and it's over. Some people are two weeks and they are laid up or an ICU. So, again, thoughts and prayers go out uh, to those folks. Yeah, I mean, Carl Anthony Towns and off to the basketball side of things, that's if Ka- that was the platoon year, remember? He had too many bodies and yeah. oh. had 12 minutes. 2015. You play Carl Anthony Towns for 32 minutes a game, you're probably hanging a banner. Yeah, and then he sat the other NBA All-Stars yeah. and started the, the well, Twins. The Twins started over the NBA All-Stars. Stone Cold Killers. <laughs> I can't uh, – I can't lose out on the recruiting trail, so everyone gets minutes. But then, the but then the if you're saying that in front of the twins, they throw the basketball at your face and go, "We were 38 and 0." I, I think the, we did pretty good. Saw the T-shirt. I know. Uh, the mini marathon is now set for August 21st. They're going to cancel the marathon, and then I didn't even know they had a relay. They do? Oh. Relay for life? Oh, no. I think they do where if you don't want to run the whole marathon or the mini marathon, you have somebody run three miles, you tag them, and they run three miles, oh, you gotcha. tag them. I think that's what it is, but I've never done the mini marathon, so I don't know. Can you do a half a mile and tag me? Half a mile tag? I, I guess you set it up all on your own. Yeah. I, I have no idea. But the mini marathon is now set for August 21st. Big difference because it's obviously always uh, in the spring when it's very cool in the morning and it's a really easy run. Now you're looking at August 21st where everyone will tell you, including John Bolin, almost died twice, not once but twice, doing the Ironman, that when it's hot, you can really get in danger of hurting yourself. So just mm-hmm. be careful and train a little harder before the mini marathon. Yep. Okay? Yep. So um, we have Coach Sat that's going to be on. He had a – again, I wonder – I wonder if these coaches now really enjoy the fact that uh, they don't have to be in the room with a bunch of goofy sports reporters. Well, in this one, he gets good questions, and he gives good answers. He talks a lot. We're used to the Bobby Petrino kind of love fest and, and not a lot of information. Most coaches don't tell you anything. He's pretty good at giving you some information. You'll be, you'll be fired up about football after hearing from Coach Satterfield. Uh, and, again, I want to mention the, the uh, KCC heating and cooling. Look, they can install this in a day, and this is important for what's going on. It kills bacteria and viruses. So, look, KCC heating and cooling is 491-9880. I talked about it a couple minutes ago, but just want to remind everybody of that. And what really, uh, we're ready for Coach Sat. Coach Sat coming up next. We are the Afternoon Underdogs, Dave and Tony, live in Dwight's basement on 790. KRD.
right, folks, you're listening to the Afternoon Dogs with Tony and Dave. We are brought to you by Papa John's. Check out the new Papadilla, my friend. We are going to get that delivered to uh, where we are broadcasting live here on Friday. Uh, We're going to eat a pizza, some wings, and a papadilla, and we're going to turn it into a little party. It is time to talk some football now. Coach Satterfield's press conference coming to you in two segments. Right now, question number one. Go, sir. Hey, Coach Satterfield. Cameron from the Courier-Journal. Just curious, obviously, with the um, coronavirus obviously canceling so many things, um, puts a lot of your senior players at a disadvantage um, who want to go to pro day day and and want to to play pro, want to go pro in the draft. Just how do you feel like that affects them, and have you talked to them about how this has affected them in the last few weeks? You're talking about, like, Makai Becton-type guys? No, so so guys like Gigi Robinson or Seth Dawkins who aren't first round picks, yeah, I got um, but still have those goals. Yeah, I mean it's very unfortunate for those type guys. You know, they're they're kind of in the same situation as, as everybody else. You know, kind of um, you know trying to find places to work out, trying to stay in shape. Um, you know, we've been in talks with um, you know they're they're not really doing any pro days or NFL guys are not not coming to campuses. Um, you know, what can we do with that? You know, and that's, that's still, that's still moving. Um, you know, we're still trying to figure out what we can do for those guys. You know, if we can, um, you know, maybe have groups and we film, film them actually training and working out and send it to the NFL teams, that's an option. Um, you know, so there's a couple of things we're kind of bouncing around, but as far as them, you know, they're kind of, uh, you know, wherever their homes are and that's kind of where they're training, where they're working out right now. Scott, it's Heather Dennis at ESPN. Can you hear me? Okay. I can. Um, what are you doing specifically to monitor your players' activity and nutrition while you can't watch them and, and monitor them at the same time? I had I had one football coach tell me that some of his players are actually taking pictures of their meals and sending them to the nutri- nutritionists. Are there any specific examples like that you can share? Well, we've, we've had guys, you know, that's two things, really, that working out and, and, and what they're putting in their bodies nutritionally um, are things that you try to monitor. You know, it's, you know, you're talking, you, know, you have close to 100 guys right now, and obviously you're not going to mo- be able to monitor all of them. But, you know, a bunch of our guys have been sending videos in to our strength coach of them working out, um, you know, and, and then also some of the guys right now. Nutritionally, our guys have been in pretty good shape. Um, we're actually uh, in the process right now of trying to get some things together um, to be able to send out to them um, as far as the things that they would get in the weight room if they were here. Um, you know, so, but there hasn't been anything where you can actually, we, we're monitoring. I mean, that, you know, we've had some guys shoot pictures of some things that they are eating, um, but, it's, but it's not many of the guys, you know. So it, we're really, um, you know, our, all our coaches have been in contact with, with all their, you know, position players, monitoring them, what they're doing, you know, trying to continue to, for them to stay active and, and trying to do what they can do wherever they are. Um, and also, uh, you know, it's a challenge for a lot of these guys. You know, some of these guys where they are, you know, to try to find some healthy meals, you know, meals that they, they could get here is very challenging. And, you know, so that's part of the challenges that we're sitting in right now, among other things. You know, there's, there's I think about, you know, these families and some some families have lost jobs right now. Some are trying to just try to make ends meet. So, you know, there's a lot of things that are going on, you know, and, and it, it is certainly not um, something that, you know, that we can can handle from so far away. You know, we're just trying to monitor them and doing the best we can 
to try to ensure that they are, you know, doing what they need to do in order to to stay in shape and, and continue to, to the things that they have, you know, had their bodies in this shape right now. How can we continue that moving forward? Scott, hey, it's Jody Dimley from Cardinal Authority. First thing, are all your guys off of, you know, away from campus or are they all back home? And then after that, could you just kind of talk about spring football and, and, and how fortunate maybe starting early, you guys got probably more spring football than anybody else in the country. Yeah, you know, right now all our guys are at home. You know, we do have several that are right around Louisville area, but but everybody's at home. Uh, we have, I think there's three or four guys that are uh, getting some rehab right now on a daily basis that had surgery, you know, within the last month. And so they're still having, having to come in to get that with Matt Summers, our trainer, um, and Coach Mike. Um, you know, so we, so there's a you know a handful of guys that are doing that. Um, you know, we are we were very fortunate to be able to get you know seven practices in you know, before the spring break. Had this been the year before, we would we would have got them all in. And uh, you know, so uh, but just to get those seven, uh, golly, it was great for us. You know, so many of young players, you know, that, that showed up early here in January and this semester were able to get some good quality work in as well as the guys coming off our, our big bowl win uh, to come right back. I mean, and, you know, we mentioned this back when we were, you know, going throughout spring practice there of how we felt like we just picked up right right where we left off with that bowl practice and that bowl game and, you know, really, really hitting on all cylinders, I think. And, uh, you know, you know, this is unfortunate, obviously, for everybody. But if you look at it just from a football perspective, you know, we got to try to find the positives in it. And the positives were, you know, that we did get six weeks or seven weeks of, of lifting, and running when we first got back, and then we were able to get seven practices in. So, you know, this semester football-wise was not at all, not a total loss. We were able to get a lot of great work in, you know, and something to build off of. The other thing is, you know, you have film. You have film from those seven practices, and, you know, these all these guys have, have their um, iPads back home. You know, they're able to go back and watch, you know, some of the, the film uh, from the spring practice. And, uh, you know, so that's that's beneficial. So there's a lot of great things that happen. We're so, you know, um, now, as you look forward, move forward, you know, when are we going to be coming back? I think that's the big question. And, and then we'll have a plan whenever that come back of what we need to do when we get started. Scott, Russ Brown with Kentucky Today. What would you like to see happen as far as uh, maybe making up for some of these spring practices and so forth in the fall? Like yeah, you know, I think, well, I think there's really twofold, I think, the – Two two things, you know. One thing is is with our current team and our players. What what are we going to be able to do with with those guys? And I think, you know, certainly I think whenever it does open back up, where we're able to get get our guys back on campuses throughout the country, we're going to have to be able to do some things maybe that on the calendar and before that were not not the rules. And so, and I think NCAA was certainly looked into that. And you know, and I think it really just depends on what the timing is. And so, whenever we can come back. You know, can we have some some extra time with these guys to be able number one get them back into shape, you know, and get them back into to football, the the physical part of the game as far as you know the strength levels. Can they are you know, what type of shape are then running wise, and and also working on the fundamental part of the game. So all that stuff's going to take time. You know, our guys have been gone now. I mean, we're in the third week that they've been gone. So you know, as the weeks go by, you know, you're, it's going to be turning to months, and so. You just can't jump right in when you get back. You're going to have to gradually get back into it. So some of the rules are going to, you know, we're going to have to tweak some of the rules as far as that goes. And the second thing is the recruiting piece. You know, um, we all the campus in throughout the country were, were in, you know, getting ready to host a lot of unofficial visits, bringing recruits on campus, um, you know, and now that's been curtailed for a while. And so in the summertime, 
there's an NCAA dead period right now as you look at the end of June and all of July. Basically, those are some other things that, that may need to be looked at and tweaked. We open that back up and, and allow you know, these high school players to be able to come on campuses and, and, and check these schools out. Um, I, I think um, certainly um, that, that will happen uh, whenever we, we do open this back up. So there's going to be several rules that we're going to have to look at for this year and, and obviously tweaking. I mean, the whole country is having a, um, the unprecedented event that's going on right now. So we're, we're all kind of kind of tweaking things as we go, I think. Scott, Michael McCammon from Cardinal Authority here. You mentioned recruiting. You guys have picked up a couple of recent commitments. Obviously, you guys are, are a little handcuffed to what you can do right now. So what kind of efforts are you making on the recruiting trail to, to have uh, a positive impact right now? Yeah, you know, what, the one thing that we've done staff-wise is we're in constant communication. I think, you know, really sometimes overkill, but I think that's that's what you have to do right now. You know, our coaches are kind of scattered throughout, really. Um, most are in Louisville, but some are other places. And uh, with, with family, I think I think everyone's family is a first in, in priority. And that's our, that's our student athletes and our staff. And, and so, you know, taking care of your family is the number one thing. The next thing that we're doing right now is, is you know, being in contact with our players. And then the third thing is, is, is in contact with these recruits, you know. And so, you know, we're fortunate in, in this day and age where we have – you know, technology like we have right now on this conference call. I mean, we're, you know, we're using some apps like Zoom, um, you know, to have some conference calls with our, with our staff. And that's worked really well with, with, with our whole staff is, you know, being on, on this constant communication, um, finding out what's going out there, going on with our players and then also what's going on in recruiting. Um, we're looking at different things graphic wise that we can do. What kind of videos can we send to these recruits, um, you know, showing our facilities, um, and continue to build relationships with these guys. I mean, I think, uh, you know, that, that's that's kind of what, what our guys are doing right now, you know, while they're at home, you know, and, and really, uh, you know, as football coaches, all, all of us are kind of, you know, you want to be doing something, you know, you want to be out and about and working. And so, so we're utilizing this time right now to spend time with our family, but also, um, you know, keep up with our players and then these recruits. Coach, uh, Kent Taylor from Wave TV. You mentioned family. Going through this as a coach is one thing, but going through it as a, as a dad also, especially with a kid who's a, a senior in high school, how tough has that been over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. You know, we've, we've spent some time, as most everyone knows, you know, my, my senior, the oldest one is in North Carolina. So we've kind of been, spent a little bit of time in North Carolina, a little bit of time in Louisville. Um, in North Carolina, they're saying they're not going back to school at the earliest till May 15th. I mean, so that's roughly two more months, um, particularly on your senior year. There's a lot of things getting missed out on, you know, when you think about, you know, your, your senior year, your prom, your, you know, graduation, all these things. And uh, spring sports, you know, I feel for, for all college athletes, um, you know, the high school athletes that are going through their senior year, you know, all those things um, – Man, it's 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 bad, and um, but you gotta just try to find the positives in it. You know, we've been able to spend a lot more time together. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to spend that time, particularly for my situation where you got a senior and and, and a junior and sophomore where you know they're going to be out of the house very soon. So so this is actually very beneficial for us as a family to be able to spend some time together and um, that we wouldn't ordinarily be able to do. Um, so we're trying to find the positives and all that. Scott, this is Ken Spencer with WHAS 11. I know it was just seven spring practices, but did any of the early signees, you know, really impress you, the ones that, that were able to show up and go through those seven practices that might be able to help you out in the fall? Yeah, I think there are several guys that, that really did a, a lot of great things. Um, you know, the couple that come to mind, Christian Fitzpatrick, you know, Des Fitzpatrick's little brother, 
you know, he's this little brother, but he's pretty big. <laughs> he's probably bigger than this. And uh, he's got long arms, really ran good. And, and I tell you, his the last couple of practices was really coming on, um, you know, really good, um, making some plays, uh, catching the ball, blocking really, really well. You know, particularly for a guy who just come out of high school, to be able to block the way he does on the perimeter, we all know we want to run the football. And so he, he did some great things. Braden uh, Smith did some great things at the wide receiver in the slot position as well. That really kind of stood out to us. Um, I think Lawson up front offensive line-wise did some things. Uh, very athletic. We'll be able to see him. Henry Bryant um, up front, uh, you know, as a D lineman, not very big, but extremely quick and did some really good things. Was starting to come on. Um, you know, I think uh, as I think about, you know, all those freshmen that came in, um, I think a lot of them were starting to get a lot better. And, you know, that's just seven practices. And so you start to think about, you know, development and what we're kind of missing. And, and really, you know, again, we're fortunate because we got seven, but there's a lot of schools didn't get any. And you're missing that kind of development, man. It's so so critical, I think, in this part of the year, in springtime, to be able to go through those practices, critique it, come back the next day, get better. And it may be very small amounts, uh, incremental amounts of getting uh, improving, but but it, nevertheless, it's, it's, you're improving. And so, and you can see it, you know, from practice one till till the, you know, the seventh practice. So, but there were several guys that were good. And I tell you this: here's the other thing. In, in the past experiences, guys that came in early, that did some things in the spring. Man, by the time August got around, they were a different player, uh, you know, from spring practice. So I'm, you know, very excited about seeing where these guys are going to be as we get back. Now, you know, this is different circumstances. We'll, you know, we'll we'll see how long we're going to be away. But, um, I, but I think being able to come in here early is a huge advantage for these freshmen. John, I'm I'm sure you talked about this uh, before, but how did you, since it's turned out to be so important, how did you first? get around to having such early spring practices, actually winter practices, yeah. uh, far, ahead, far ahead of what everybody else was doing. Well, we started doing it back in, uh, man, I want to maybe, – maybe the spring of 15. I can't remember. It was one of the 14 or 15. And we started doing that right when they got back from Christmas break. You'd have about a three-week period where they, you know, they'd come back, get acclimated a little bit, lift and weights. And then we jumped right on it first of February. And – Initially, when we first tried it, we just were going to try it to see how, how it worked out. And But we really liked it. The coaches really liked it. I think the players really liked it because we got on it. We knocked it out before spring break. We were able to come back, and we could train roughly, you know, eight weeks, nine weeks of, of just straight lifting, running, um, some player-led practices so they could go out on their own and kind of do a 30-minute fundamental, go out and throw the football. So you're almost still in practices of course, the coaches were not out there, but but the guys were out there doing that, um, and then that carried then they carried right into the summer. So you're really about four months of just of just straight training. Um, so we really liked that, and we started doing it. We then we started winning a lot of games at App State by doing it that way. Um, when we got up here to Louisville last year, we did the same thing. We jumped right on it, got it in early. Um, I just think you get it in early. The guys are are able to coach off of that film um, after that throughout the rest of the semester. And the other thing, positive thing is that while our coaches were able to get recruiting-wise, you're done. You're sitting in March, and you're jumping on the, the next recruiting class. You know, you got several weeks before you go out to the evaluation period in April and May. All right, that's part one of Scott Satterfield's press conference. Feels good to hear a little football, doesn't it? It's the afternoon underdogs delivered by Papa John's Pizza. They'll get the food to you, social distancing. Don't worry. They do it better than anyone. Delicious pizza, chicken wings, even dessert. 
Go to PapaJohns.com and place your order. Part two of Scott Satterfield's presser coming up right here on 790 KRD. Glad to have you back. We are the Afternoon Underdogs live from Dwight's basement. Dave Jennings, Tony Vanetti, delivered by Papa John's. Go to PapaJohns.com. Have them bring your family a delicious meal tonight. They even have dessert, too. Here is part two of Scott Satterfield's press conference. Hey, Coach Cameron, Cameron from the Courier Journal. Obviously, they have postponed the Olympics. With that, do you worry at all about if they might push back football season? Um, and do you plan for that when, when it comes to planning for summer and fall camp and everything? No, I'm, I'm planning for the season to go on. Uh, you know, we, we, we are still a long ways away, but before then, um, I think um, – I think hopefully that that we'll get this this virus under control. Um, you know, we, you know, I think we're learning every single day. I mean, you know, our medical people and and all the all the the, the caretakers that are that are really taking care of all these the sick people um, that are out there. You know, really, um, you know, commend all those people. We think about those people a lot. You know, and and so I think uh, hopefully we're going to come up with some some drugs that'll that'll people continue to get well and, and and meanwhile working on a vaccine and i think um you know we're, we've got we've got to stay positive and we've got to stay um upbeat and 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 really think forward that this season is going to get in i think um you know we know what sports they just do for your psyche not not only us that are actually doing the sports but really for for everybody out there all the sports fans um that really love sports and that really need that i think um you know, all you all you sports writers. I mean, we're you know we're all we're all sitting here and and scrambling and finding stories you know to write about for for sports. You know, and and I just think as a country we need it. Um, we need it for our psyche. We need it for our well being. Um, I think hopefully we'll find ways as we move forward. I, I think certainly this is going to change a lot of things within our society. Um, you know, and and moving forward. You know, particularly in the service industry and you know how. You know how how even the businesses and how how we conduct interviews. You know maybe maybe a lot of things can be done over the internet now. I mean I just so it's going to change a lot of different things I think as we move forward and um, and hopefully for the better. But but I got to look at it like we're going to have season and we're going to get this thing in and you know hopefully we'll be able to get our guys back in very soon. Coach uh, Kent Taylor again from Wave TV. Uh, kind of taking off on that. Um, you know with the Derby being moved to September fifth and you have that what's scheduled to be your home opener on that Thursday night. Uh, kind of your thoughts on what that week could mean. I mean, I think of like maybe New Orleans, you know, when Hurricane Katrina and they had that Monday night game. I mean, it, yeah. it could be pretty special. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think it could be extremely special, you know, um, particularly just the start of football season, you know, and, and ho- like I said, hopefully we're, we're, we've already been in, in camp and we've had our camp and, you know, we're getting ready to start the sports season back again and uh, for college football and, and then you have one of the largest sports venues in the world with the um, Churchill Downs, you know, kicking off that weekend with, with the with the Derby. I think, uh, you know, what better place to be in, in Louisville, Kentucky that week? I think it's going to be a tremendous week for us. Um, I think, uh, you know, particularly with us kicking off, a, you know, an ACC game right off the start, NC State, and for that week. And then with the Derby, I mean, I, I just think it'll be, um, you know, very exciting, one that will be very anticipated, um, and hopefully all the people that are coming for the Derby, they'll they'll swing in by Cardinal Stadium that evening and watch us play um, before going over to the Derby that weekend. This is Dennis Ballant from CBS Sports. I know you just said you know, the season is 
you're a drop dead date to you when, you know, let's say you start from zero um, August 1st, and that you need to get a team break. Well, you know, I, as we move forward to this, we'll find out exactly when we're going to get everyone back. But we're we're all all college teams are, are going to need some time to get these guys back in shape. I mean, it's not. I think you'll see a lot of an uptick in injuries if we get right back here, you know, and and we get started and we're trying to start practicing and everything. Yeah, to me, you can't do it that way. We're we'll have a great plan when we get back with all our guys and, and gradually get back into it. And I'll even sacrifice <clears throat> practice time if we have to in order to get these guys on track. Our number one goal would be to, to keep these guys healthy. I think the most healthiest team throughout a fall season will be the most productive team. So whatever that will entail, you know, if it's stretching the first day when they get back and we're doing very minimal running, you know, you got to get back in the weight room and, and get the strength levels back up. So that we're going to take our time when we get them back here. So the earlier the better when we get them back in on campus um, so we can take our time. And I think, um, you know, because we don't want to rush anything before we start season. So a lot, lot's going to determine over the next few weeks and, and, and maybe a month or two of when we can get these guys back. Thanks. Coach, it's Jody, it's Jody Dimling again. Uh, how, you had seven practices. You've talked a little bit about it. How did you come out of the abbreviated spring as far as health-wise is concerned? Yeah, I think uh, overall we were pretty healthy. Um, you know, Jack Fago ended up with um, a collarbone. Um, I think he had a slight fracture in his collarbone there, but he's, he's fine now. He's, he's, on, he's on the mend, um, so he's one of the guys been getting treatment. Um, you know, so really, um, whenever we do get back, he'll be, he should be good to go, you know, with the rest of the guys. Um, Russ Yeast is one that missed practice. We all know that, but he's, he's training now and he's, he's, his rehab's going great. Um, he's starting to do some things on the field now. Um, we're getting his strength levels back up. So I feel very comfortable for him to be able to, when we get back in that, that he'll be very close to being able to go. Um, you know, and then we had, uh, let's see, OKK. Nick OKK was the other one that had a – he just cleaned up a shoulder. Um, and so he's kind of doing some rehab right now. But, you know, you know, hopefully by the summer he'll be ready to go and get back lifting and doing everything with everybody else. And so I think we're relatively healthy as you think about through across the board. Um, you know, everybody's everybody's been – other than that, have been participating to go. I'd say right now we're in great shape health-wise. Scott, this is Ken Spencer with WHAS 11 again. Can you guys at your house – can you watch film of spring practice or even watch cut-ups from, from last year, even future opponents? Like, do you have access to all that stuff in your house? Yeah, we do. We uh, All us coaches have our, our iPads that, that are linked in to our server that we have on our in our offices. And so Luke, our, our video guy, we've been in a lot of contact with him. And, and so there's a lot of things. We can watch all our practices from the spring. We can watch our film from last season. We can watch up, upcoming opponents. Um, we're, we're, I've got a bunch of NFL film that I'm kind of going through right now, um, just you know getting ideas. So yeah, we're that's what we're doing. You know, on top of the on top of the uh, recruiting that we're doing with these guys, and you know spending time with family, other things that we're doing is is going through our film. Um, and so, you know, this is a great opportunity, a great time for us as coaches to go back and look at what we've done well, what we need to correct, and what we need to work on. And so you put down ideas, and, and then we come when we come back together, and all our guys are, you know, jotting down things and things they think they can get better as a position group, and then obviously as an offense, defense, and kicking game. So, we, yeah, we certainly have access to all that. Scott, it's Heather again at ESPN. What specifically are you asking them to do physically right now? 
Well, Coach Mike's put together some things that they can do, um, whether they have access to weights. So, you know, we have program they can do with that. If they don't have access to weights, then he's got some great exercises they can do in, in their home as well. So, and really we're just trying to cater to whatever they, they're able to be able to do. And, you know, with these guys, the main thing is just to stay active, um, you know, find ways. And in a lot of cases, we have to get a lot of create, be creative with what we're using. Um, you know, if you can find certain things at home, whether it be a backpack, fill it up with books, you know, and, and, and doing things with that. Um, you know, I've seen pictures of our guys pushing cars <laughs> up a hill. I mean, just, you know, you just you, you try. It's really you go back to old school mentality and some of this thinking that you have to do. Um, you know, and, and, and trying to trying to accommodate these guys. But, again, we've been in contact and, and really trying to help these guys out. You know, the other thing that, that's really important as we look at it, and it's not only our players, I guess it's probably everyone that – because it's changed everybody's lifestyle at this point, but it's just the psyche of our guys. And just, you know, because these guys are athletes and they're, they're, they want to go work out. They want to go, you know, do the things that they love, in this case football – you know, and having a hard time doing that, but they're, they're trying to find ways with that. And so, um, you know, just trying to keep them up, being positive and, uh, and, and knowing that when we get all get back together, we're, that we'll, we'll get back in shape. Well, that was the other question I had was how much trust do you have in a hundred and some guys that they're not like my kids and just playing Xbox? <laughs> I'm sure they're playing some Xbox and, uh, <laughs> and some of those games for sure. But, um, but, you know, we, we've got a good group. And, you know, I would – like if this was a year ago at this time, I'd be really nervous about that. I think with us being here, um, you know, over a year now, and our guys know fully what to expect, I'm telling you, this, just to being with them in that spring practice for those couple of weeks was – it was so much fun to be around them. Um, you can just tell their attitudes, and they're just – they're eager and want to get better, and they are getting better. And, and so I feel like all the, the progress that we've made over the last 15 months, they don't want to just throw that aside. And so I really, I really believe these guys are, are putting the work in to the best of their ability. You know, now there's, there's nothing that we can do and these guys can do that is, is going to um, be sufficient enough to what they could do it in our, in our office with our guys. Um, you know, just because you, you have your peers beside you that are pushing, you know, so you're at home by yourself. You can't get pushed like you can when you have your, your teammates with you. So we know there's going to be some work to do when we get back. It's going to be the case throughout the whole country. And, um, you know, but we just got to trust our guys are going to do the thing. Coach, Scott Cameron, and Greg. Um, hey, how you doing? Go ahead. All right, Cam. Oh, yeah. In, in terms uh, of uh, reinforcing things, what did you see with the veterans in those seven days you, you had? I mean, what, what, what areas did you specifically see that carried over from last year? Yeah. Well, you know, I think if you start with offense, I think Cunningham had a great spring. He picked up where he left off in the bowl. I thought he played his best game of the year, really, in the bowl game. And he's got a really good command of what we're doing offensively. Um, I remember in spring, there was time I called a couple of plays during some scrimmage time that we hadn't practiced during spring, but we ran last fall. And, he, just, you know, he ran it perfectly. Um, you know, so that to me, that's growth and his what he's been able to accomplish. Um, I think about the receivers, 2-2. Two, two, um, Des, those guys were phenomenal on the outside. Um, I think Hawkins and Hall, both uh, both running backs were really, really good. I really, um, I thought I thought our number one offensive line looked great. I think um, Adonis Boone, you know, filling in at left tackle there. I thought he he did some great things throughout spring practice. Cole Bentley at center, Robbie Bell at guard. I mean, those guys, you know, Chandler at left guard. I mean, 
Um, and Renato Brown was the guy we registered last year who, who, who right now was, is pencil in as our starter at right tackles, what he did during the spring. I thought he had a really good spring as a young player. So, um, you know, I think Ford at tight end is phenomenal, such a great weapon for us. We used we do th- so many things with him. Um, you know, uh, you know, so we're excited about offensively. We got a ton of weapons, you know, a, a very productive offense last year. We feel really good about it heading into the fall, you know, and then defensively, you know, I thought I thought Jack Fago was having a really good spring back there in the secondary. Uh, he was doing some really good stuff. I think um, you know both linebackers. C.J. Avery's a great leader for us. Um, you know, really did some good things there. Etheridge did some great things on the inside right there. Um, you know, I just think uh, you know the veterans, the guys that played last year, uh, Rajay. Um, you know, those guys I think did some really good things defensively as well. And you can see how it's just clicking for those guys. And we're putting in a lot more things defensively. Um, they're running to the football. Uh, you know, again, what we have to do, and, and we're not there yet, but we got to create a lot more depth. You know, the depth was an issue for us last year. It's still going to be an issue this year. You know, our depth this year is just going to be a lot of young players, um, guys that really haven't played a whole lot. So how quickly can we get those guys coming on, I think, will benefit our team the most. And, and again, not being able to be on campus, that's going to hurt that. We'll take two more Coach questions. Cameron, again, I, I can't. I got a quick question for you, Coach. You had mentioned watching a lot of film. As, I mean, if this was a normal year, would you still be doing spring practice? How much more film do you feel like you're watching now because you can't actually get out there and practice on the field with the guys? Yeah, I think, you know, we are watching more now um, other th- other stuff. You know, had we been in there practicing, I'm, I'm going to be watching our guys. You know, how, how can we get better? you know, as a football team and individually and specifically. So now with this, this, this idle time that we have here, you know, we're all, all us coaches are using it to look at other, other guys, look at other teams, look at NFL teams. You know, what are some guys doing out there that fit what we do that maybe can, we can tweak a little bit, you know, or add a wrinkle here, add a wrinkle there. Um, and I, so I think this, this gives us much more time for that. That's a good point, Cameron. You know, we, you know, if you're right in the middle of things during spring practice and, and then you head right into recruiting. You don't have as much time to do that. So, so right now, you know, our guys are jotting down a lot of things. And, you know, as when we get back together and, and we talk about it last night, I was FaceTime and we had, you know, some guys on the staff and we're, we're talking about plays last night, stuff that we, we worked that we looked at yesterday. So, you know, that's constantly going on. So I think hopefully when we come out of this, we'll have some great ideas and things that we can add. Last question. Coach. Coach, this is Aaron Maitis from WDRB. Uh, hard to predict, but just wondering how much of an impact. You said there, it's going to be hard to come up with a plan until you know when guys are able to come back to campus. How much of an impact is that going to be in the beginning of the season in particular, I guess, to which coaching staff can kind of adjust and put together a non-traditional summer plan to get these guys ready? Yeah, you know, and it, it's unprecedented. This has never, obviously never happened before. So, you know, I think there's going to be a, a lot of coaching staffs that are going to put their heads together and figure out what they think the best is going to be for their guys. You know, I think that the teams that are the most veteran teams that will come back, will, to me, will be the most successful early on in the season. I think uh, teams that are young um, and or teams that have new staffs that are coming in, I think, may have a little bit of dis- more disadvantage with that. I think um, so, you know, as, as you look at early in the season, there's going to be a, a, some, some learning curve that go- is going to have to happen there. And I think the staffs, again, I mentioned this earlier, but the ones that, that put together a really good plan, a comprehensive plan to gradually get their guys back into shape, back up to where they were at when they left, I think will be the ones that are most successful. 
That wraps up the Scott Satterfield press conference right here on 790 KRD. Dave and Tony, the afternoon underdogs, delivered by Papa John's. Place your order, papajohns.com. Pizza, wings, desserts, oh, so good. They'll get the food to you better than anyone. And what a perfect time to be better than anyone. That's Papa John's. Keep it where you got it, 790 KRD.